In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today it's just you and me. We're going to be interviewing each other about some personal updates. Can't wait. But first, are you guys subscribed to Back for Seconds? If you want access to ad-free DST episodes a day early and regular bonus episodes with Sammy and Aileen, go to subscribe.betches.com and join the fun. Yeah. All right. So today we are talking about quitting or taking breaks of two different things. Emily, let's start with you. You are taking a social media break. Yes. Well, I am actually back on Instagram, but I I (laughs) did take a social media break. It was only five days. Mm -hmm. That's what I committed to Mm -hmm. because I just, I thought that would be doable. I was going, I not, you know, on a big vacation, but I just went down the shore for a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I just want to enjoy myself. I just want some peace and quiet. Yeah. Um, I don't want to feel antsy. I don't want to feel like I'm keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. Let's just hide the app. So I hid the app in, I don't know if your phone is like this Uh or if you're an app collector like me, but I have so many just pages and pages and pages of apps that I never delete. Yeah. So I find that if I hide the social media apps, Uh it's almost like too much effort to find them. For sure. It's not, you know, just at thumb's length when yeah. I want it. So then I, I'm less likely to open it. So for five days, I didn't touch social media. I also just, I wanted to be able at to- all. Just like no, cold turkey. Cold turkey, baby. Okay. And, um, and I know like some people might be listening and they might not think that's a very long time, mm-hmm. but- I'm scrolling all day, you know, I'm, I'm on, and it's mainly Instagram with TikTok. I haven't quite, you're less involved. Yeah. I haven't quite gotten the bug the way that other people have. Sometimes it bothers me. I know because you send me so (laughs) many. No, this is what happens. This is what happens. I log into TikTok, you know, once every week and a half to two weeks. 30 TikToks from me. That's being modest. Yeah. Like I, I think I've logged in and there have been like, 75. Yeah. And then, um, and then I'll watch through them and comment on specific ones. But yeah, that, that's one that's just very overwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. But Instagram, it's like, it's more than a habit. It's, I feel like it's another limb at this point. Mm -hmm. It's like something that I do every day, so many times a day, check Instagram, upload stories, talk to people on there. I mean, I love like 
DMing with people and keeping in touch with people. But it also just, um, it makes me anxious. And um, it makes me feel like I have mood swings depending Mm -hmm. on what I'm seeing on there. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't want to feel like that on my little beach getaway. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) just so... Just so um, I could keep this straight, I wrote a little list of things that I accomplished in only five days off of social media. And just to brief you guys, for the past year, like all of 2023, I've been like, why can't I finish a book? Yeah. I've talked about books that I've been reading on the podcast and I haven't finished a single one of them. I get maybe halfway through and I can't. Remember when I said I was reading Sapiens? Yeah. Have not gone any further. Well, okay, like... Here's like I go like two pages and then, yeah, get distracted by something else. Yeah. And I do think that's also okay. I need a book to be so gripping Mm -hmm. that I have no choice but to keep reading it. Mm -hmm. And not all books are like that. You know, and I've said this before. I I hate it when somebody recommends a book and then they they say you just need to get through the first eight chapters. Oh, but that's true. Like with Evelyn (laughs) Hugo, I didn't like it until like page 67. Yeah. Okay, But. How is that not torture to get through the 67 pages? It kind of is. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I just don't see the point. I'm it's like, like why when somebody's I- like, oh, you have to like watch a season of it or like the first right, like four episodes to get into it. Yeah. And I guess. And then you just hope it's worth it. Right. I guess that's easier for me to do because I'm just I'm lazy. It's passive. Yeah. You're just yeah. staring at a screen. But yeah, I have not been able to finish a book and I've been, you know, beating myself up up over it saying like why can't you just commit to reading a book why can't you just finish a goddamn book Mm -hmm. do you want to know the real reason instagram 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 is the reason why i can't finish a book because in this five-day hiatus i read two full books insane that's ridiculous i haven't read a single book all the way through in all of 2023 and in the past five days i read two books One of the books I read, by the way, anybody who has suffered from disordered eating or uh, comes from a dysfunctional family, you need to read this book. But I had heard people talking about it. It's um, I read Jeanette McCurdy's I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah. Have you read it? It's supposed to be very good. No, I haven't read it. So I heard so many people raving about it. And I was a little bit hesitant, A, because, like I said, I wasn't able to read. Yeah. Suddenly, magically, wasn't able to finish a book. But also, I tend to not like to read a lot of celebrity memoirs memoirs, um, just because a lot of the time they're not really writers, you know? Mm. Um, So I don't know. Sometimes they're like very sensational and you get the tea and you like learn interesting things about Hollywood. And I like that, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes the writing is lacking. This book, I'm telling you guys, it's so well written. I laughed. I cried. I felt all the feelings. I've never related to a book more than I related to this one. It's so funny because we'll talk about my quitting thing after this, but I also turned to a child star kind of like, not memoir, but Alison Stoner's new podcast about like what it is to grow up as a child star and be in the industry. Like I didn't know she had a podcast. I yeah, need to listen to that because I love Alison Stoner. Yeah. And I love that her last name is Stoner. Right. <laughs> she actually, she used to have a YouTube channel. This was 
so long ago. I mean, she was prepubescent, but mm-hmm. I watched it because the way she edited it was hilarious. She'd be talking directly into the camera and one second she'd be like clutching her knee mm-hmm. with her head kind of like resting on her knee. And the next second she'd be like lying vertically on a coffee table. And, but like it wasn't, I don't think it was supposed to be funny. It wasn't intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, if she's editing this one, it's, it's pretty good. Good. I will check that out. But yeah, I, I, this book was so good. It it perfectly summarized what it what it is like to um not just to to have an eating disorder cuz she she like details it. Her mom actually like taught her how to be anorexic. Uh, it's really messed up. Yeah. Really really messed up, but just like the adoration she had for her mom and growing up thinking like having an eating disorder, but also feeling like her body wasn't hers. And mm-hmm. she, the, the root of her eating disorder was essentially like, this will make mom happy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just related, to, I'm like tearing up right now. I related to, to it so much. So guys, you should read it. The other book I read was more smut. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I needed to decompress after reading I'm Glad what My Mom's it? Dead. Um, it's called Big Swiss by Jen... Began. I keep thinking her name's Jen Beagle because there's two dogs on the cover. Uh-huh. So it, it's really fucking me up. But no, her name's Jen Began, I'm pretty sure. And it's it's really, it was really good too, but it was smutty. Hot um, morning on the beach <laughs> with your family. Never, I never so, a better time. I always get horny on the beach. Hilarious. I mean, there's, there's just everything about it is sexy. Um, not only did I read two books though, mm-hmm. I journaled every day and I... Since our last episode about journaling, which I'm pretty sure was like four or five months ago. Months ago, yeah. I haven't touched my journal. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't touched it, not even for a five-minute entry. Mm -hmm. But no, I journaled every day, and that was nice. And then from journaling, I kind of got inspired, and I kind of... um, Well, I had a lot of time on my hands, too. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote a short story, too. And just being able to enjoy the act of writing and getting back into that and all these ideas were flowing and it was like I mean I felt like somebody who drops acid for the first time like my mind was expanded expanded but I will say on day four you know toward the end of day four I was like I'm really excited for day five because (laughs) I kind of like was craving that hit Mm. of Instagram like Mm -hmm. an addict you Mm -hmm. know And then when I finally got back on, I am not exaggerating when I say within the first five minutes, Mm -hmm. I felt horrible. For sure. (laughs) Because I was being bombarded by, A, all of this stuff that I missed. Yes. And I I felt like, oh, wow, everyone's been living their life. Talking about this thing without me. Yes. And oh, oh, yes. And we were talking about this um, before the mics were on because the worst part of it was I didn't get the news that Britney... Spears was getting a divorce. Right, right, right. I had to hear it from my sister. She texts me in the middle of the day like, I feel so protective over Britney right now and fuck anybody who isn't protecting her. And you're like, why? I was like, you need to tell me everything because I'm off social media. And this is like, I've never needed a hit more Mm -hmm. than right now. And she told you everything or you actually broke the... I didn't break it. She okay. gave me like the Cliff Notes version. You, you can know, always read the news too. Like there's articles written about it. You're right, Remy. Technically, I could read the news. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying like the news news, but you know, I like, was on a news detox too. Yeah, actually, so. yeah. <laughs> 
like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So funnily enough, about 11 days ago, I started a social media detox, too, in conjunction with my other thing that I'm quitting. Um, and what I did, I didn't know how to hide apps, but I put all of my social media apps in one folder in like the back page of my phone. And then I set like a, um, time constraint on it. So like, Oh, I forgot you can do that. The folder is called an hour a day. We hope. (laughs) And I was doing great until Bethany interviewed Raquel, Rachel, about, you know, it was her first interview back, all this stuff, da, da, da. And I needed to spend hours online just seeing, does everybody think what I think about this? And it, mm-hmm. the same thing where even just being on there for like too much time, I was like, oh God, this sucks. Like I feel bad about myself again. Yes, yeah. I, I really liken it to like smoking cigarettes or something. It's like you crave it so much 
like somebody who's quitting, you crave it so much, but then you feel horrible after and you're like, what exactly was I craving? Mm -hmm. And um, I I guess that's just with anything that you get addicted to. And social media is very, very addictive. But also the cigarettes are telling you like who's doing better than you, who has a full family. Yes. (laughs) Who's traveling. Yes. And so, you know, I'm logging on. I'm seeing everybody. A lot of compare and despair. Compare and despair is right. Yeah. Because I logged on and immediately I'm seeing, you know, my friends on vacations and I saw, you know, three different girls looking incredible in their bikinis a bunch of comics are touring yes. i'm freaking out because i don't even want to do a weekend that's coming you know like mm-hmm. it just takes you out of your own mind yeah and out of your own and your body. own journey yeah because uh, then you're comparing it to a completely separate journey and this is the thing with social media that i've been struggling with recently i'm like oh my god i look too happy on there because i'm choosing my best moments and then people don't really understand like the struggle behind it and then I'm like I don't even take into consideration that that's what everybody is doing I'm on the same page as you so much with that because sometimes I'll even look at my own page and I'll be like wow she's having the best time yeah I'm like I've been really happy this year Mm -hmm. but there have been definitely unhappy times there have definitely been stressful times so like you're just feeling bad from what everybody else is showing you but also bad about what you're showing everyone else like it's just a weird vibe but then like why do I feel like I need to be on it here's the thing I will say to um, find out about Britney Spears to fi- I, how am I going to keep up with Britney how am I going to read her rants I, I I need to know I need to know I need to see all her dances I need to see every time she wore that cropped peasant blouse that I've been wondering does she have multiple or does she just have one and she keeps washing it or is she like us? And she just doesn't wash it. Does it look the same? I wash my clothes. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's a, okay, maybe I just don't wash my clothes. <laughs> it's laundry day. I'm wearing my pajamas right now. It's a long sleeve cropped peasant blouse Cute. and it's white and she wears it with like bikini bottoms Love it. or shorts or, you know, she pairs it with different things, but it seems to be her favorite top right now. And I just wonder if she filmed all this stuff in one day um, or if she has multiple peasant blouses. I just, or I, if she has like a Doug funny situation where it's like a full closet of the same outfit. Yeah. That she might, she might have multiple closets. Do you remember that episode where they actually oh, yeah. showed the closet and oh, you're yeah. like, oh my God, yeah, you're like, why he wears the same thing every day. Yeah, you're like, they're breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Because you always, or I I wondered that as a kid. I'm like, why are these cartoon characters always dressed the same? Because it's easier for the animators. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and um, Brittany has animators. So that's yeah. why she does that. Yeah. I just think, for somebody who is so unrelatable, she is the most relatable. And God love her for that. She is. I just, I'm a, I've always been obsessed with her. But anyway, enough about Brittany. For me, social media, particularly Instagram, it's really mainly Instagram. It's not my job. I'm not an influencer. I don't, you know, do brand partnerships. I don't have a huge following. It really is mostly just for fun. But In the career track that I'm in, whether it be, you know, having done comedy and then transitioning into podcasting, it has been ingrained in me that like you need to be posting all the time. You need to be trying to grow your following. Mm -hmm. You need to keep in touch with the people, you know, it, it is kind of ingrained in me. But then I'm like, well, you know, I don't actually have to do that. I'm no, not beholden and, and to And you it. could do the thing that I've been doing and setting a timer or whatever. Like I have it for an hour a day cumulatively of all these apps. And so that means my notifications are off after that hour has expired. 
no one's coming in and whatever. Um, but in the morning, it'll show you have this many notifications. Actually, that kind of does stress me out that it happens first thing in the morning because it happens yeah. at midnight where it becomes the next it day. It resets. Yeah. And I'm usually sleeping. So it usually is the first thing I see in the morning. But I try to avoid opening them until I have read some news, done a wordle, a quirtle, an octurtle. <laughs> are these real things? These are real things. What's a quirtle? Four at a time. And then oh. octurtle is eight. An, octur an octurtle. Yeah. Okay. And then there's also quirtle sequence where you have to do it one by one. You have to get it and then get the second one and then get the third one, whatever. So wow. I try to do that and like just like it's a way of getting your brain going, but has nothing to do with anyone else. It's just a personal challenge. And then I'll open my Instagram and it's like, okay, you've got however many messages. And then you respond to those messages. Yeah. And and you know what? If people respond, th that's what's stressful about DMs is then people respond to the thing. But once you're done with the hour, it's like, okay, office hours are closed. Yeah. And that, I guess that really is how you have to think about it. So if anybody I'm speaking to less, that this is why. That's why. Yeah. She's yeah. not, she's not just I'm not ignoring bitchy. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but let me clarify something. Does it kick you off the apps after an hour or does it just tell you? Oh, okay. Yeah. It kicks you off. It says five minutes left until like your social media runs out today. Oh, wow. And then if you really, really like want to log in, like if somebody's like, Hey, I posted a fucking show or whatever, can you share it? You can go back in and it gives you the options of one more minute today, 15 more minutes or ignore for the rest of the Forever, day for all eternity. for the rest of the day. Yeah. And haven't done that one yet. But um, yeah. And it, also it's just cool to think about like when you're posting, like sometimes it will take me 30 minutes to post one story, which the phone will let you know, hey, 15 minutes are up. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, just just do the thing and move on. Does it take you 30 minutes because you're arranging it? Yeah, I'm arranging it yeah. or wondering or wondering about the verbiage or mm -hmm. like, should I make a background? And it's like, shut up. It's a story. Who cares? It's a story. It's going to be gone a day from now. And many people who are watching it don't even care in the first place. And right. the people who do really care will look for the information. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good way. To, I need to get that. So is that a separate app that you downloaded? No. It's built into your phone? It's built into your iPhone. Yeah. How do I not know these things? I mean, I, I didn't know how to hide the app. That sounds... Well, the hiding the app is really just... I mean, I could find it if I wanted to. It's just well, what too do you much. Mean that you just put it it's, on like the last page. I don't even like know what or... page is on. I'm I'm showing Remy my phone right now. It's I mean I have I have like nine pages of apps. Like I'm pretty sure I'm running out of space on my phone. Um, <laughs> I think it's on like the third or fourth page, and then it's in a folder with all the socials. Okay, yeah. So we did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I have put a, them yeah. in, plop them in a folder, but you just didn't have the time constraints. No time constraints because I wasn't trying to use it at all right. for those five days. You were days. cold turkey. Yeah. And and it did feel really nice. It did feel really nice. I I knew that it would be refreshing in some ways. I didn't know how much I would actually accomplish mm -hmm. in those five days, which really surprised we me. We didn't I mean, know a short story was going to come out of it. No. And I feel like it'll lead to more unless I get sucked back in. But, but that's also very black and white thinking. You know, like you can get sucked back in and then acknowledge that you are being sucked back in and then be like, I'm going to put myself out again. You know, yeah, like, yeah. No, that's why I think this um, time limit thing might it's work. Fun. Yeah, I, I really like that idea. So thank you for suggesting that. Can I ask, do you know how many hours a day you normally spend on your phone? 
oh, on my phone, I don't know, but you can look at your screen time, right? Right. Let me just Let's open check it up. out. Yeah. Do you have your phone? I would be curious to compare these. Well, so here's my thing. After these 11 days, it's like your your screen time has been down 12% and it was down to seven hours still. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah, that's a lot of time. That's a lot too of much time. Yeah. Okay. So my daily average. And it average, can't all be Wordle. <laughs> it can't all be Wordle. Although if you're doing Octurtles, that probably takes up a big chunk of it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, my daily average is three hours and 42 minutes. Oh, my God. Which compared to seven hours doesn't seem Feels like a like lot. like nothing, yeah. That's still a lot. Yeah. Like, that's still time that I could I could have written a book by now. Mm-hmm. If I had gotten off social media a year ago and, and just didn't go on it. I mean, think about it. If I wrote a short story in, in five days and it was actually three days because for the first two days I was reading Jeanette McCurdy's book. Yeah. <laughs> I could have written a full on book. This is really sinking in right now. Guys, I'm going to write a book. I don't know if I'm going to get off of social media entirely. Yeah. Is but your I'm book gonna... about getting off social media? <laughs> yeah, that's what the book is about. No, the book is actually about reading other people's books. Oh, nice. OPB. Because that's all I'm going to be doing. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with athletic brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, athletic brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients 
ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. You actually made a big change. You quit something recently. Yeah. And And if you've read the description, you know what it is. Yeah. So I have stopped smoking weed. Um, It's been cold turkey. It's been 11 days as of now. And the reason that it happened was I... I felt that I hit my like mental rock bottom. Um, I have never been more depressed in my life. I still am waking up crying every day, which, you know, whatever. And um, trigger warning, have been feeling a lot of suicidal ideation, um, just, just wanting to quit everything in my life, wanting to leave all of my relationships, wanting to quit stand-up, wanting to quit podcasting, wanting to just not do anything, not be anything. Because is the thinking like, what's the point? Or like, what is it like when you feel, when you're in a depressive state like that? Yeah, it's what's the point? I'm never going to change. I felt depressed my entire life. I'm not good enough to be here. I don't deserve any of the resources I've been given. I don't deserve help. Um, All those really fun, awesome thoughts. Right. People would have an easier time without me. Um, Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. And so I called my old therapist who I left three years ago. And she's the one um, that I've I've always been the most comfortable with. Um, And I, I spoke about the guy I had been seeing this year, like the other therapist Oh, okay. I was to like, you're you cheating on Ben? No, no, no. <laughs> I told you guys about that other therapist that like I just didn't really mesh well with and I stopped seeing him and I called her and I was like, this is how I'm feeling. It feels really awful. Um, I don't know what to do. And she was like, Remy, how much are you using? Like how much weed are we smoking? And I was just like, you know, a lot, you know, yeah. morning to night, all the time before every activity, everything, like whatever. And she's like, well, do you think it's time to try and stop? And I was just like, yeah, I feel so bad that I am willing to do whatever. And yeah, that day just didn't smoke anything. And then the next day didn't smoke anything. And the next, and it's been 11 days that's that Thank is you. that's really great. That is really great because it's we were talking about this before. It's not just like, you know, Remy would have a little bit of weed at night to relax or no, it was you all know, the time. It was habitual. And, and that is incredibly hard. Like that is incredibly hard to go 10 days cold turkey, 11 days. I mean, I, di- I knew from if you guys remember my cousin's bachelorette, I knew I could go seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was like a nice jumping off point. But this felt a little different because this wasn't because I'm traveling and I don't want to get arrested. This was like, you might be an addict. And I don't know even if like, I don't know if that's the situation or it's just like I was smoking way too much. 
But at this point, I just need to remove myself from it for a while until I am healed in other ways. And yeah, getting back into therapy, very helpful with somebody who, and it's so funny because my therapist, she was like, so do you think it's time? And I was like, yeah, I don't know if you remember this, but um, you suggested me quitting three years ago and I fired you. She's like, I know. <laughs> Wait, so that was the reason? Because I was going to ask you why, why I stopped seeing her. Yeah. 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 So did what did she say about it? Like, did she say, um, like, was it about altering your brain chemistry? Yeah. She was like, you're having a lot of disassociative thoughts and um, we does this like she had been reading me studies about what we can do to the brain for a while when I was seeing her regularly. And I was just like, shut up. I need this. You know, yeah, like, like, why can't you be one of those cool therapists that gives me ketamine in our oh sessions? My God. Yeah, you no, know? I, <laughs> I don't think I could handle that. But um, she, yeah, was very, hey, like, this isn't the best thing for you, especially for like a person like who is prone to depression. And I think my thinking was, well, I was depressed before I started smoking weed. So what's the point? Right. You know, and also a lot of relationships I have are built on us smoking together. You know, I yeah. had a friend that like all we would do is sit and rot and smoke together or like a lot of comics like to hang out with me because like I've had somebody be like, yeah, you always have the best weed. And like, I don't necessarily want to be friends with people who just want me for that. But it felt like a huge social aspect that I was just like really worried about. Like I was saying to you, I have this gig coming up Labor Day weekend, Arlington, Virginia, if you guys are around. But I wanted to cancel it because one, I just wanted to quit stand up in general. But two, I was like, what will I do during the day? What will I do like without this vice? You know, as if smoking weed is like an activity, like it's not going to the movies. You're just smoking. Right. And you said Arlington, Virginia. Mm -hmm. D.C. is right there. There's yes. tons yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's lots to do. I've got friends down there, but I was thinking I was like, I, I won't be able to do this. Um, also, like the the one time I almost slipped up was the other day I did a show after traveling like six hours. It was crazy. And I bombed. And which happens to everyone. It happens to everybody. It's part of it. Sometimes you just need to be taken down a peg and be reminded that you have to rewrite. Shatter your ego and yeah. then build it back up. Yeah. But usually after that, I will numb myself with a little smoking or whatever. And I was this close. And then I, and I didn't do it because I was like, I can't bomb and break my streak. You know, which I love. I love. I mean, that is like that's the strongest Virgo energy yeah, that I've it, ever heard. Yeah. Like, it's like I can't be a double failure. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but another thing that you said I found fascinating, which is you're keeping an emergency joint. Yes. With I you. travel with an emergency joint and a lighter. So in my purse, does that just put your mind at ease? Like, well, I, I could just it, in case. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I was thinking about it a lot. Cause I was thinking, wow, like I, I wonder if I did that, but I had a little emergency joint. Would it make it harder? Would it be so, so tempting? But then I thought about what I do sometimes if I'm not sure I'm going to be hungry during the day, mm -hmm. I pack a snack, mm -hmm. you know, I put a sack in my bag and honestly, seven times out of 10, maybe I, I don't go for it. But yeah. just knowing that it's there yeah. makes you feel so much more relaxed. Yeah, it's weird. It's like half that I know it's there, but half like it makes me feel a little more proud of myself every time I don't reach for it. Like I'm like, it is there. 
You know, it's not a Dominican Republic situation where it's like, I couldn't do it because it's not around. Yeah. It's like, I still have the option, but I'm making the choice. Wow, that's beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> it really is. No, it really is. It's inspirational. So, And I still have like a lot of weed in my house that just like sits in the corner. I've been giving it away to like friends. I gave like an ounce to Ben. So do you um, think this is going to be um, a permanent thing? I mean, it's almost like you don't want to jinx I'm not it. sure yet. Um, and that's the thing that we'll have to come up against. I have a lot of friends who are actual addicts in recovery, you know, so I, I if that is what it is, then we'll get to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I just need to heal my brain. Uh, like I said, I'm doing way, way, way more therapy and I'm just trying to get back to like knowing who I am and saying actually how I feel and being proud of my choices. Like, I feel like I've wasted a lot of time from all the smoking and stuff and was kind of trying to take like a life break. And I now have to acknowledge like life is going to move forward. Do I want to feel like more of a loser or like I'm moving it forward with it? Yeah. So when you say wasting time, do you mean wasting time during the day, like when you can be doing other things? Or do you mean wasting time in the sense of like wasting your life away, not like not feeling emotions? Or is it both? Both. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's so easy with weed to like to spiral into that situation where you rely on it for a lot of things because, OK, so. Like for me, I I smoke pretty much every day, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, a little bit at night to relax. It's yeah. kind of like the same way that somebody might have a couple glasses of wine, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm fine with that. I don't feel like it interferes with my day, but there have been times and you and you notice it happening and it's almost like it becomes slippery because you notice it happening. You're like, well, you know, I, I smoke a little bit at night to relax, but Mm -hmm. now it's the daytime. I don't have anything I have to do. Well, that's what was happening with, I I think I told you this, that I was trying to do it after 7 PM Yeah, for a while. And that was a very slippery slope for me because then it would be like, well, it's Sunday. You know, I can Mm -hmm. start smoking in the morning on a Sunday. And then it would be like, okay, but it's Monday and you don't really go into the office until Tuesday, you know? So Mm -hmm. it would just get compounded and my therapist what she said is a high amount of smoking it's not every day it's four days a week oh that's considered a lot of smoking really Uh, yes once a day four days a week (sighs) to me that's like a mild smoker right well okay another thing is like and I don't I don't want to um go against what your therapist is saying but is she did you say she used the word using Mm mm-hmm it feels like kind of an extreme term because like when I think of um, a user, I think of somebody who's on who's an harder drugs. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, maybe it's just somebody, semantics. No, I think she says using because I was using. It's not like I was just like recreationally smoking, being like, oh, like this is a fun party night. Yeah, drug, let's yeah. go party or whatever. It's like anything to get me through the day, using it to like numb my pain, using it to make myself hungry. Like right now, and that is something I'm going through again, is my stomach has to recalibrate itself because it's so used to becoming hungry from weed. So I'm 
have to be way more cognizant of feeding myself. It's the same thing that happened on that vacation where it's Mm -hmm. like I wake up hungry and then like I I, kind of feel like I've got ARFID or AFRID or, you know, that thing. Yeah, Uh, can we learn how to say it? No. I think it's ARFID. (laughs) Rebecca's looking up. It's ARFID. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm like disgusted by a lot of foods in the morning where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to eat, but it's like, I need to. Could you eat a protein bar in the morning? I don't really like them. Have you tried the Aloha coconut chocolate almond? No. <laughs> because I maintain, and this anybody listening at home, you, you got to try it. You just got to. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't like coconut, in which case you I really love wouldn't coconut. like it. Yeah. Me too. It is hands down the best protein bar. Don't try another flavor from the same brand. Mm-hmm. Don't try the same flavor from a different brand (laughs) get this one I get them like I have an auto renewal subscription from Amazon every two weeks I eat this bar every day and it's perfect because it's not that much Mm -hmm. you're not preparing anything Mm -hmm. it's an adequate amount of protein and it's really tasty yeah and good with coffee like I just eat it with black coffee and it's like I don't know I feel like I'm in a, a French bakery and by the way, this isn't sponsored, guys. I'm just really, really passionate. Really, yeah, excited about, about it. These protein bars. But anyway, <laughs> I, I just wanted to um, bestow that upon you. Yeah. If if you're looking for something super easy, I mean, I think it's like they can kind of kind of add up because they're like two dollars a bar. But I love it. I wake up I mean, craving them. This morning, I couldn't figure out any breakfast food that I wanted, so I went out and I bought bagel bites. Just because I was like, I know that. The microwavable kind? Yeah. Oh, I haven't had those in years. Uh, most adults don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, I know that this is something that I like, that I will eat right now. And it's got pepperoni in it. So it's got a little bit of protein. Sure, sure. And it's technically a bagel. So it's breakfast. Yeah. Uh, another thing. And I mean, we can get back to the main. Um, the main, of, main. Yeah, the main, main. But. I've been thinking lately about how um, it's really such a Western thing to differentiate breakfast foods from other foods. Yeah. Like if you're not into breakfast food right now or like nothing sounds appealing. Why not lunch? You could literally have sushi if you want. Totally. You could have a sandwich. I know. I I mean, you know, you you could have rice and stew. You could have whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, So that's another option. Because I've been thinking about that lately. It's like, no, because I've been watching Terrace House. Mm, it's oh one of my, my favorite shows. I was going to say, Japanese breakfast at a hotel or whatever is just Japanese lunch. Fish. It, it's dinner. It's it's all of the meals. It's raw fish. Yeah, and, and it's soup. Rice yeah. and soup. Yeah. And just to see that, it's like, wow, I've really been limiting myself to yeah. pancakes and bagels. It's like a built-in restriction. Uh-huh. Yeah. So something to think about. Where people go, oh, I don't like breakfast food, and then they just don't eat breakfast. It's like, no, you can eat other foods. Right. Yeah. Just eat something you like. Yeah. Eat Cold a salad. Cold in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, have a charcuterie. Yeah, have, have some leftover little... pasta. Ooh. Why not? Another tip. <laughs> I'm getting off topic, but another another tip. Leftover pasta, put a little tahini in it. It's really good. You're giving me a look. Yeah, so am I. I it's really, really good. <laughs> like the marinara sauce and the tahini. And I don't know why, but for some reason, tahini like feels more breakfasty to me, which mm. might also be a me thing. But yeah, anyway, t- <laughs> moving on. But if anybody else likes that suggestion, hell yeah. Oh, here's a question. Do you feel different now after 11 days? 
Um, I feel a little more present. Um, it's been interesting to like perform, uh, which is also kind of a, a mind fuck because I've had to like rewrite all of my, I'm such a stoner jokes to like, I used to be a stoner joke. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel more present. I will say I, I sleep the same way. I still dream the same amount, but now I'm like, okay, my dreams aren't as influenced by this substance. In what way? I don't know. I'm just saying that it's not there. So these must be like more real dreams coming out of me. Okay. I don't know though. Interesting. What, like, did you dream about different things 11 days ago? I guess not, but like, yeah, ish, ish. Huh. Did you have any withdrawal symptoms? Yeah. I mean, my stomach is out of whack. Okay. Just the hunger thing or something else? Yeah, it's hungry. It hurts. Um, really? Yeah, I don't think that there are many other withdrawal symptoms from weed. I could be wrong. No, I don't think so either. But I, but some people do, you know, feel very lethargic or feel very like they get headache. I mean, but it, if if lethargy is a thing, I wouldn't know if it was from like first of all, weed makes you lethargic as well. That's true. That's a good point. Um, but also, and all this stuff is anecdotal, by the way. I'm not out of my depression. Right. You know, so if I'm laying in bed all day and crying, it's not like it's not it's not because oh, of the lack of weed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the, this was a thing that I removed because it was a symptom or it was feeding into something else. Okay. Which is clinical depression and yeah. She put me back on some meds and stuff. That's great. They take some time though to Yeah, they haven't kick fully in. kicked in. I, I think that's really great, though. I mean, clearly you saw that your mental health was not where you wanted it to be. And you took action. Drastic action. Drastic action. Yeah. I'm really proud of you, actually. Thank you. Yeah. And even if you don't keep it up, like, and that, this is another thing. When you quit something or half quit something or reduce it, you get all this positive reinforcement, which is good mm -hmm. because, you know, it's great to get attention and it's great for people to be proud of you. But then it's like, it makes, sometimes it makes me feel weird because then I'm like, okay, well. What now, if it, what if I relapse? Yeah. Or, like what if I go fuck back up? Into, yeah. Or what if I don't want to do this anymore? Like what if I feel like I'm in a different place? So I, I will say like, I have no expectation of you to like do this Thanks. forever if you don't want to. But if you're seeing positive results, I think that's great. Well, We'll see. Yeah. It's still, yeah, it's, it's, we'll see. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. Yeah. But that, what you mentioned of people congratulating you or whatever, that has been interesting because there have been people that I was like, oh, like we're weed friends and they've been like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you know? So yeah. that was unexpected and really nice. I also have been losing a fair amount of weight though. And people have complimented what I look like recently and I think we've spoken about this a lot where like you're like I am the lowest I've ever been but everyone's like oh my god did you just get a facial and I'm like it's tears uh, <laughs> <laughs> no so do you think that's mainly because of the appetite thing mm -hmm. yeah I mean that makes sense yeah it makes sense that's tough do you find it awkward to like think of how to respond to those people yeah and one I mean, person was really sweet about it where she had said, ooh, you're so small. And I just said, 
yes, I am. Because like I've been thinking about it, you know, like yeah, I've been body checking way more, just like looking at myself. I weighed myself for the first time in like fucking year. Because um, curiosity got because of, of curiosity, you. yeah. And I, there was some. There should have been a trigger warning on this Instagram post, but it was like this girl weighing herself, and then I was just like, oh, I wonder how much I've actually lost, mm-hmm. and did that and. Yeah, somebody who said, oh, you look so small. And I said, yeah, I am. Um, I am. <laughs> I am. Like, I wasn't like, thank you, because yeah. I, I don't. Well, because I was thinking, since since you know the root of it, it would be very easy to just be like, yeah, I quit weed. My appetite's way down. You know, like, right. very matter of fact. Right, but it's also, I'm in, like, this place. And I, I think people can hear it from the other episodes, too, where I'm crying because of my haircut. Like, yeah, I am not in a good space. And when I do think, ooh, yay, skinny, you know, that makes me feel even worse. I feel like a fucking hypocrite. We run this podcast. Anyway, the person who had said that, like half hour later, she goes, hey, does it bother you when I say you look small? And I said, yeah, it kind of does, because it reminds me of the fact that like, like, I don't want to be like restricting or anything. I don't want to put so much emphasis on that being like a good thing. And she goes, okay, then how do I compliment you? Oh. And I said, just say you look amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good blanket compliment. Yeah. Or, or so no, sweet. actually what I said to her, just say cutie, because I think cutie <laughs> is the best compliment. It's all encompassing. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean anything about somebody else had said, oh, your body looks great. And I, then I felt the need to say, yeah, I'm really skinny right now because I'm not smoking weed and it's like kind of fucking ruining my life and I don't know, whatever. In that exact cadence. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I didn't want to say skinny because I didn't want to be toxic. And I was like, isn't that weird that my brain heard your body looks great and I assumed you meant thinner. True. Yeah. Maybe she just meant Maybe she your just boobs meant, look bigger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> well, depending on where you are in your cycle, they could have been. No, they're they're quite small these days. Um, my, when it's like right before my period, I always feel like my boobs are taking over the world, Mm. which is quite hilarious (laughs) coming from me. Literally. But, uh, but I definitely do notice a difference. I just wish that somebody else would compliment. Mm. Uh, (laughs) This never happened. Andy, are you listening? Andy, just see my boobs look good. Yeah. God damn it. Hey, Emily, your boobs look really good. Thanks, Remy. You're welcome. They don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally wearing pajamas today. (laughs) It looks really good. Oh, thank you. She's wearing our Let Me Eat Cake uh, merch. Yes, I am. And she's wearing it backwards because... Sometimes we like to wear our shirts backwards to showcase. I really, sometimes I do like to wear my shirts backwards Same. because th- I, I don't up know. a tank top if I like the back high or yes. whatever. A, mm, a higher a little neck. high neck, a little it, boat neck. Get creative with your clothes, ladies. And then like a low back too. Yeah, like a cowl neck, mm-hmm. but in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get creative. I mean, <laughs> I've noticed, especially with these like um, Instagram brands and, you know, like th- these collections that drop you know seasonally the trendy thing now is to put the graphics on the back of the shirt Mm. but then I'm like well that's cool because when I turn around you see the graphic but 
if I'm on camera, I want people to see the graphic. Yeah. Or if I'm talking to somebody, yeah. I want them to be looking at my tits. Yeah. So <laughs> I want the graphic to be on the front, not the yeah. back. So you just flip it around, cut out the tag, and that's and that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets a little itchy on your neck because you've got that remainder of tag. The, yes, the um, the tail of the yeah. tag, I like to call it. You got to do a close cut. Yeah. One more thing that I was just thinking about. I think I've been getting really philosophical from this social media hiatus. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've just been thinking more and allowing my um, my train of thoughts just take me away. Mm-hmm. Self-improvement. Does it ever end? Like, am I going to be working on myself for the rest of my life? Because I've also, I've been in some uh, group hang situations with people who are my age, like in our 30s. Yeah. And I've noticed that a lot of people just bring up like self-help books and talk about what they're quitting, what they're trying, um, what meditation they're Mm -hmm. doing um have you read the body keeps the score you know like all of these things come up and I'm like oh I guess in your 30s you kind of get more into okay how can I improve myself and how but does it ever end so that's feel like I'm never done that's what um I've been thinking about too because I've been taking my stupid little mental health walks around the reservoir and there's this one graffiti that says can we change and every time I say it see it I go I don't think I can. You know, it becomes that thing in bridesmaids where it's like, well, people change. It's like I think I think we stay the same. And yeah, but then we but, change. But we change time, and we grow. But we're always changing. But we're we're always. But the we're same. always like the yeah. same person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that um, that thread of dialogue. It's yeah, so funny. Um, I actually watched that movie on the day that I had the the talk with my therapist about quitting. And it was really nice. If you guys are feeling rock bottom, to be rock bottom with Annie, because she comes, Kristen Wiig's mm, character, mm-hmm. she comes out of it too. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never watched it in that light before. But so I think a lot of my depression comes from, I feel I'm so behind in self-improvement because I've taken this long hiatus of just like smoking and chilling or whatever like I feel like I'm behind financially that I don't know enough about finances that I don't know enough about saving investing all that stuff girl me neither I feel behind in building a family even if it's something I don't want I feel you know oh what if I do have a family then you're gonna have to read parenting books then what if you have a child that has a special need and you have to read more books you know like I I, right it feels a it feels like a lot and it feels like you just have to like start and put one foot in front of the other because there are things that I do now that would have overwhelmed me five years ago I think with me at least being such like a black and white person, I think of, oh, I have to do it all now. You Mm -hmm. know, I have to figure out my life now. I have to learn a language. I have to, you know, like do all this shit. But yeah, I think you, you have to be improving over time, whether you're trying to or not. You know, things will just get easier. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I relate a lot to the the like building a family thing because then yeah. when you start thinking about that and I think that comes up for people in their 30s too. A lot of the time it's like, well, it's kind of like shit or get off the pot mm-hmm. time or at least that's how it feels. Um, but it's not. That's the thing is I've been able to say to so many other people, oh, my God, start whenever you start. You know, like mm-hmm. I have friends who did it in their 40s, like in their 50s even. Like There's a lot of fear mongering against that, like that totally. our eggs are all going to dry up oh by age God, 40. But also chill. Like if right. they do, there's so many kids available. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, Consider not passing on your genes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've always said. Yeah. I'm like, pick up somebody else's. Oh, genes. I'm gonna give birth to a little sad baby. He's <laughs> like with big blue eyes, with tears coming you down. You hated it here. Why did you bring someone else? <laughs> no, I think about that, and I also think about like we know it's inevitable that we're gonna fuck up our kids, right? Right. Like even though we're trying to recover from the ways that our family fucked us yeah. up. Yeah. I'm just going to fuck up my kids in different ways. And is that worth it? I don't know. It's a bigger. Do I want somebody to resent me the way I've resented my parents? Right. Oy. And they've tried so hard and they've done so much. And they're good parents. Yeah. That's another. <laughs> no, for all intents and purposes, they are good parents. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Like compared to like the shitty parents that some people have. They try. They try. They care. Yeah. Um, They're very invested in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it, I don't know. It's It's such a. It's a bigger philosophical question that we probably can't tackle, but it's like, yeah, that. I think people do grow, but then like we generally stay the same. But I, I, yeah. I think people actually don't change. Right. I think they're actually the same. Mm, Always. I think they, I think they grow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Yeah. And if any of this resonated with you, feel free to slide into our DMs. I actually I found a bunch of DMs that I had not been looking at that were in like the there's like the requests folder. And then in the request, there's like hidden hidden requests. And yeah. a lot of you agree with me about J.C. Chazé. That, that's nuts. OK, like I realized after recording that that I was being kind of nice. It's not that I don't think. No, you're wrong. It's not that I don't think JC is a good singer. He's the best. It's just that Justin is the clear front man. And it's like um, with One Direction, there are a lot of people who prefer Zayn, no. although he did. Le but uh, there are a lot of people who prefer Zayn to Harry, but Harry's the clear front man. Like we can all agree. It's the voice is not the only thing. JC is in a Meow Mix commercial right now. And it wow, is big stunning. Time. Meow, 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 meow. It's so good. Do you remember the J when JC tried to have a <laughs> solo career and he had that that song that was like some girls dance with women <laughs> no no um you guys if you remember that song or blowing me up with her love no i don't remember that i'm sorry how can you be a jc stan and not know his solo career uh, you're right that's like i think he, i just thought like the industry did him dirty with a bunch of bad songs and i was just gonna like ignore them well th you're right i mean you're right because they knew that justin was the front Stop. man but um it, we'll see if they... How can you support Britney and Justin? Uh, Am I right, you guys? You guys, follow us. It's, <laughs> it starts tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode or you agree with one of us, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com, including the Let Me Eat Cake shirt that mm -hmm. Emily is wearing. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. Follow Justin Timberlake at Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And Britney Spears at Britney Spears. And JC Chazé. And Meow Mix. Um, <laughs> and you guys remember, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.